This is the Krillcast, and we're live. How's it going? This is printed in press. I'm Will. No, I'm not. <laughs> That's way to go, Chris. I actually meant to say I'm Chris. I said I'm Will. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, we're covering uh, Clive, Staple, Clive, Clive Staples Lewis for the uh, last time for a little while. Thankfully. Until we get back to gosh. The, uh, this was what a you like the space battle trilogy? to get through. <laughs> the last battle to get through. I know. Um, this is the final book in the Chronicle. No matter which way you read the series, this is the final book in the in the in the uh, Chronicles of Narnia. And uh, yes, I did say that emphasis emphasis on the wrong syllable on purpose, just for you, Will. Um, and arguably one of the most rushed books in the series, in my opinion. Arguably the worst one. What's the, do you know the story? Like, why was it so rushed? Or slashed. I don't know that it was actually rushed, but I do know that um, I think around the time this book was being written, that was when his wife died, I think. Oh, is that why he... I think that's about right. Well, you know, I'm going to look this one up now. Okay. I mean, it has a kind of a depressing ending. Yeah. It's supposed to be uplifting, but the way it's set up is like, ugh, this is one, hard to imagine, and two, I don't like it. <laughs> I know that he died shortly after her, so maybe not. Let me see when she died. I realize it's, you know, the Lord of the Rings ended up becoming more for an adult audience, and then this is obviously for little, little kids. But just compare the ending on, like, how he, uh, Tolkien ships off his characters to heaven versus how these characters get to go to heaven. <laughs> so his wife died in 1960. I'm trying to remember right. when this book was written. Let's see. C.S. <clears throat> Lewis. now. Yes, Google will know. What's your point? Look it up. I am. I'm literally doing this right now as we're speaking. All right. So, <clears throat> um, the last battle. So, 56. Okay, I guess it wasn't. It wasn't as close as I thought it was. No, he has no excuse. This book just yeah. sucks. Anyway, now that now that uh, the stage is filled with the. Uh, well, hello. My internet was actually down, and I didn't notice that. So. <laughs> okay. okay. That makes sense. The, uh, yeah. We're just crapping on the book already. Oh. It's, well, at least I am. Chris is, you know, so pretty sparkly-eyed about it. I mean... <laughs> no, I mean, it's definitely the weakest. So the funny thing is, is he wrote this one and Magician's Nephew, like, close together. Really close together. Like, within a year of each other. Um, I think the other ones were all pretty close to that. So, yeah, they're all pretty much within a year of each other, but it feels like he wrote a good book in The Magician's Nephew and then <laughs> used that yeah. book to write this one. I don't kind know, of ignored man. the rest of the I series. Think, I think this one is... It just has a weak protagonist, but I think he's more so um, trying for a certain message. Well, yeah, it, there, there is, there's two messages, really. One, because um, he's got the Christian point of view. He's, well, saying, no, he's like, like oh, yeah. I'm going to write Revelations, but I'm going to make it worse. Because <laughs> it's more in your face. It's way worse. It's Narnia Revelation. Yeah, the false prophet. You have some random beast. Then you have the end of the world. Jesus well, who coming would the back. Ape be? Because the donkey's like Dude, a fake no. antichrist. I mean, <laughs> not even let's a real be one. honest. The ape is the pope. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I agreed to that too quickly. You did agree to that way too quickly. I thought you were going to say it was the uh, false prophet. It has I mean, to be he the, is false the false prophet. prophet the pope. <laughs> I don't understand why you have to make it the Pope. That isn't I mean, necessarily it's, jive. Because it's, it, it's kind of that thing, right? There's a middleman. No, man. not really. Yeah. There's a middleman that speaks. Well, then who's uh, Tash, you jackass? 
No one knows, Chris. That's a yeah, big that's the problem thing. I had with book. What the hell was that? It just shows. Don't, I think they, don't they talk about Tash during the horse and his boy for like a yes. brief period? It's just it's just the god of the other group, man. Yeah, but again, that but it turns out they're worshiping so like Narnia, Satan, essentially. So, so again, you have these people in Narnia that there's no explanation how they got there. That's already frustrating. But then you have, and they're like, you know, somehow not the children of Adam, which again makes no sense. But then uh, you have like they have their own god that just pops up. <laughs> so like, did Aslan create this false god for them to worship? Like, there are so many questions by him, including this, without any explanation. I mean, I think it would be the same. All as, hail Tashlan. I think it's the same as Caspian, though. I don't think they're different other than the fact that they have their other god <laughs> i i okay if we're if we're generous to lewis here right he's just christianity supremacy on it so um by default if you're christian you are also aslan in narnia aslanian yeah aslanian so um I think it's one of those things where if you don't follow that, then you're not, you know, good with it. But the where, dwarves are for the dwarves, man. Well, okay, yeah. for example, the... the dwarves, um, oh, yeah, for two minutes, then we're good. Think about uh, the Talmoranians, uh, right? With Before Caspian becomes king again. Mm-hmm. How they... Um, wow, I lost my camera. Uh, how they do that whole thing where um, <clears throat> anyone who believes in... Aslan gets to stay, but everyone else has to go back. Well, right. it had to be a real belief, not a fake belief. Yeah, no, it's a real, like, you have to believe well, I mean, Aslan yes. to stay, right? So Yeah, he's judging them, like, you know, end of days. As they come in. Yeah, it's so, very on the nose. So, theoretically, the other, uh, the other Talmoranians were not sons of Adam. Talmoranians? You mean Calamines? Calamines? No, I'm talking about Prince Caspian, the end of that, where he sends half of them to... Oh, Telmarines. Telmarines, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, think of it, they either believe in Aslan and get to stay in Narnia at the mm-hmm. end of the day, or they go back to Earth, right? Like, they're, it's one of those things where you're only a son of Adam if you believe in God, like the Christian God. That's kind of the... I don't think he ever, like, says you're not a son of Adam, but I I think I understand what you're saying. He definitely does in this book. Because he says you're not a son of Adam? I don't know. No, he doesn't say like that. He 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 points out that the people coming from, like, the kids, they are children of Adam, whereas these other people are not. I forget how he words it, but it's very clear that, you know, he's juxtaposing them. I thought thought the most interesting aspect was when you find out everybody died and that's why they were there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You guys were in a train crash. Oh, we were, huh? (laughs) Yeah. I I hate that ending. (laughs) It's just... But I agree with you, Will. It's uh, more interesting. I'm going to kill these kids to save this random little patch of dirt that doesn't matter. We've never seen it before. I don't care. It's not even the freaking palace. Well, it's also the stable, right? The stable is um, such a powerful and strange thing. No, it's, yeah, it, okay. So in the book, it is. It's so it's so weird because also Tash is like maybe in Aslan's country because he's on the other side of the door, but that's really confusing. Yeah, I don't know what Tash so, is. So Tash yeah, is a demon. Yeah, clearly. Heaven. I just 
and just, there's so many questions. <laughs> and he's also not really a, like a. Well, I think you misunderstand. I think we. I think you guys are misunderstanding though. Uh, behind beyond the door, the um, that realm is whatever you believe, right? Because think of the dwarves; they're there and they can't see any of it. So Tat, Tash is a creation of the Colormans, right? When they go through. Mm-hmm. And just because they can see it, everyone else can see it, right? But that's for storytelling purposes. It's a lot easier to have the dwarves not see everything around them. They're still in the dirty, dark stable. But to yeah, have... So at the end of the day, what does Tash add other than there's so many more questions by having him there? Because he's, he's basically the... Fal- he's also a false god. That's Dude, the... I did not realize until just now that... Yeah, the Tizraks, the Tarkins, and the Tarkinas claimed to be descended from that thing. Yeah. So did he create the Kalerman, or did? Yeah, they see, get there's in? so many questions, Chris. This is the problem. I have no, no, man. It, they're just pagans who who came to Narnia like everybody else. But um, then they brought their their weird. They brought know, their. The thing is, like, you can only get to Narnia if Aslan lets you in. So he let these people in. Dude. He didn't know there's other routes. He didn't let anyone through the... They could have uh, found pod. those magical rings. It could yeah. have been like Adam and uh, somebody who No, there could have been there them. could have been a cave by an oasis or on a mountain somewhere in the desert. I mean, the Telmarines made it in and he didn't want them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. You can get into Narnia from other routes that are not Aslan. It's not... That is not explained. I mean, it's. I think it's a given how how they got there. Aslan, Aslan literally the says they're always the, called in. That's why it makes it makes no sense. Not all, no, not always. The when magician's that, nephew was not. Yeah, but they have those magic rings that, you know, yeah, but that brought you to the, uh, the ponds that showed that they were, um, there's other ways, you know, there's, there's natural ways to get from realm to realm. All right. They're linked. They're all I still linked. Don't like it. That's why Aslan is just another representation for the one true god of Christianity. Also, I really do and... want to know what happened to Shift. The ape. Oh, the ape. Did 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 Tash know, eat man. him? Did he yes. make him disappear oh. and go kablooey? But but when you look at it, right, they they brought Tash with them. And when you die that like when in that other oh, it, zone, said, it does say that uh, C.S. Lewis confirmed Shift was eaten by Tash. Okay. That's absolutely terrifying. Because <laughs> that thing is so weird looking. But but when you when you think about it, you guys, right? Just because they can they, they manifest Tash, you get the god that you believe in is what I think C.S. Lewis is trying to say there. Apparently, C.S. Lewis said that evil people from any world are sent to Tash's place. So there you go. Kallerman, automatically evil. At least the origin. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> that, apparently, that was C.S. Lewis's explanation. He just created a devil, I guess. That's. I just feel like he really he created a devil past it. It just bothers me. <laughs> well, he did mention Tash and the horse and his boy, so at least there was some hint that he existed. Yeah. Yeah, but also he has like twelve different villains in the series, and it's just, I don't know. I I prefer the one OG hero Bible okay. over his version of the Bible. <laughs> This version of the Bible seems very depressing. Uh, I mean, yeah. What? Okay, let me ask you guys this. Um, how did you feel about 
the prince and the unicorn and their weird relationship. That's not weird. Why are you? Why are you saying? Because he weird? literally says to kiss him at one point, and I'm like, it's mm, a horse, weird. man. You kiss horses all the time. Yeah, no, you don't. Yes, you do. If you have anyway. a horse, you kiss. If you, him. I do like how you, they have the horse and Chris. You don't have pets except for chickens. Yeah, you don't kiss chickens. You get disease. Yeah, you don't kiss chickens. You'll get a disease. No, but I'm there. saying that Chris is a person without real pets. So I had pets yeah. growing up. Uh, yeah, I kissed oh, the dog all When I had a horse, I kissed the horse. That's, yeah, that's, you've I, never kissed It's the weird dog that he can ask for it, maybe, but that's just because you're not, <laughs> it was weird you're not the placing way he yourself asked. into the mystical realm. I'm never going to place myself think, into yeah, the I mystical you realm in Narnia. The, it's dead I think, now. I think you forget the uh, whole story of the horse and his boy. <laughs> just how close they got, so... Yeah, but this wasn't the horse or his boy. This was a brand new person and a unicorn. No, but it's a unicorn with the prince that's been people. like... Yeah, it doesn't They've been fighting in battle together for how long, it sounds Anyways, like. So, I did like how the, they had the immediate regret from killing the Kellerman without questioning them. And they're like, let's go turn ourselves in. Like, that sounds like a good idea. Oh, yeah, that was just dumb. That was the, that was like, the, the worst it's like, part of the book. You know, book. they are invading your territory. Can we just recognize that for a second? Like, I'm not going to let a rat live in my house and just kill it. Um, oh, my gosh. Sorry, that was a, that was a terrible um, Can analogy. we just point out how they were really dumb and they just went on their own instead of rallying the troops? Yep. And then they the let whole, their whole kingdom whole die. Sucks. Yeah. I mean, how how did they it's get like, taken? It's like C.S. Still... Lewis just, like, ran out of ideas. And he was just I'm like, okay, so, how can I make this story I'm work? so mad that he brings in the kids again. So Peter, Lucy, not Susan, uh, and then the others. But he, there is no battle with them. They don't get to fight. Like, I was oh, expecting yeah. this epic battle where, like, they all, like, you know, call That's because this, is li- this, this story is him just trying to tell certain moral sto- uh, lessons. That's it. Pretty much. So, he I called mean, it the last battle, and there's the least amount of battles in yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, let's – the Black Dwarves – hate them so much the dwarves are for the dwarves oh, they're yeah. the worst well, but as soon as they kill the horses like oh i hate you so <laughs> you didn't hate like, them they didn't have to that? Do that no i thought they were annoying but when they started shooting okay. the horses i really hated them yeah i mean when they kill all the allies it's just like what the hell is the point of that mm-hmm. then father no... time literally ends it all for everybody yeah which is, a, just which like, is a giant yeah he grabs the sun and pushes it into the water and ends it all what about or the, the moon? Um, the there's also so much mythology. I feel like just suddenly gets shoved down your throat. Oh yeah, yeah. Brings well, out like, the where dragons. Where the hell does this come from? Like the dragons are burning the land. Like I was telling Chris earlier, that would have been so much more fun to like see that story. Than oh yeah. Imagine trying to direct this movie. Like I would just be like, you can't. Nah, I ain't doing this one. The, uh, the whole like I feel like the biggest lesson from this though is the abuse of religion makes unbelievers. Yeah, well, yeah, that one guy was like, nah, Tash ain't real. We'll just say him and Aslan are the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And Andrew's camera is gone again. I'm still here, but yeah. <laughs> it, there was a lot of nonsense in it. I'll say that much. But Also, I hate the fact, the fact that it's an ape doing it. Why? Just have it be a dude or something. <laughs> because it's not it even was... the donkey. I, no, my, yeah. favorite, my favorite thing about Shift was when... He's like, I'm actually a man, and I'm like 800 years old. Yeah. <laughs> what, dude? Everybody yeah. knows you're an ape. It's so annoying yeah. to me. And like again, I get the idea that people are stupid and they're like, they're he's fooling the believers and stuff. But there's got to be a point, man. They are really stupid. They deserve to be taken over. 
Well, it's because not a you. I feel like you don't rem- really realize that a lot Nobody of time has seen has, Aslan in like hundreds of years. Yeah, a lot of time has passed since Aslan last showed up. Like, then how again, many Caspian have that there been? He's like. <laughs> I said then again, though, like if you were to compare it to actual, you know, real life, how many religions have seen the founder of their religion, you know, living and walking around in a while? Probably yeah, not. I mean, it, it's it's why take it like this though. So if we were to see Jesus today, and we're like, well, I'm not really sure if you are. You would you would walk up to him and be like, oh, that's a donkey with a human skin on it. <laughs> that's not no, right. No, you forget that he was doing it at night. You did man. it at night over a. Fire. I don't give a shit. You're gonna know something's up, man. Donkey is not shit the same. No, because all of these animals, they're just like, oh, Will's like BS. I don't believe it. I'm, I'm just saying, Will. I think you're, you're, re- you're forgetting that these animals weren't exactly the smartest either. I think he could have gotten the same point across by not making it so on the nose, though. At least make it another cat pretending. Yes, yes. A it could, have, it could have just been like a cougar or something, and he puts a the cougar. lion's mane on. <laughs> A cougar. No, but I think the point is that the donkey has to be stupid. Like the the issue is the cats. All the big cats revere Aslan more than they should have had the animals. ape. They should have had the ape wear the lion suit and have him standing up on two legs the whole yeah, time. Well, this is this is why you do a cougar because they're little bitches. <laughs> they no don't have man. How <laughs> about the bobcat? We'll make it a bobcat. It's not big enough. That was the that was the point, Andrew. Oh, well. I'm just saying, I think it was done for a reason. Because okay, what, what were the? I know you've got a lot of complaints, Will. What are the strongest parts of this story? I know you like the, the, the very land. ending. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The I liked part. so like I like the imagery that he has where he has like Narnia within the Narnia because like this is a really weird but interesting concept. Then like across the mountain uh, scape or the mountains, you see like the parents because they're like, in this other realm, but you can still walk there. That was cool. And I wish that we had stayed there. For a longer period, and it's like like fleshed out that whole concept because all mm-hmm. that's new. Like that was a massive info dump right at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and when that the one scene when you first see Tosh flying over, I was like, "Ooh, we're gonna fight this cool bird thing." <laughs> so that part was exciting for me. There's no battle. He's though. like, "It's the Night King, but we're actually gonna fight him." Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Was about as uh, a good a resolution as the end of the Game of Thrones show. <laughs> No, I'd still give C.S. Lewis the, the upper hand on that one. I don't know. At least the story didn't tank until the last book. The Game of Thrones tanked several seasons. Yeah. Anyway, I, I would say like the, the ending scene was my favorite part. I did not mind the Eustace and Jill with the prince. I thought that was decent. Um I liked mm-hmm. I liked Jill's role where she like snuck in and took the donkey. Oh, like, yeah, nobody okay. even noticed. Then the thing is, she went into Aslan's country if she went inside the stable, unless it wasn't there yet. If she took the donkey, she went into the stable. Don't overthink it, Chris. It wasn't the time yet. <laughs> yeah, okay? I'm just saying. Have you seen the Matrix Reloaded, Chris? The second Have one. Have you seen the Matrix Reloaded, Will? Yes, maybe. So right. you remember how they have the keys and the keys open the different portals? Yeah. She just didn't have the right key yet. <laughs> mm. There you go. It's the same door. It just didn't open in the same room. She decided to take the blue pill instead of the... <laughs> uh. I don't know. I, I think the story is strongest for the like lessons he's trying to teach. Oh, Even actually, let me, not... 
Let me okay. stop you there. There was a really good lesson with. Well, then Which let's one? go into, let's go into the lessons and morals and everything else. I think the biggest one that was learned was facing your fears in the pursuit of the truth, like that Calamine was. Okay, the, the yeah. Calamine Prince or whatever. That was a really big deal. I mean, it was for, like he made it there. And going against your that. entire culture would be really hard. Right. Yeah, you're never punished for questioning, right? Yeah. I mean, you might be in the real world, but <laughs> not spiritually you punished sure about for questioning. Um, I mean, I thought the... Like I said earlier, the abuse of religion makes unbelievers. That's what happened to the dwarves, right? Um, well, yeah, they felt abused. They felt they're like, oh, Aslan and Tash are the same thing. What mm -hmm. the heck? What have I been doing this whole time? This was also kind of like martyrdom story in a sense, where you have like uh, Rune with the centaur. He's his message was noble death is a treasure which no one is too poor to buy. Baptized in blood, basically. Um, oh, did you see how he kind of took the silver chair concept into this one about the uh, first person to tell a story controls the narrative? So, yeah. mm -hmm. like, how he uh, handled the narrative about puzzle with being taken. Right. So yeah, because he just straight up gave up the gave, yeah. gave up the goose. Yeah, but then he but he was able to control it so that whoever else came with puzzle wouldn't be able to like destroy his narrative his story so right it it's just the same thing with the silver chair when um they're trying to debate on if they should rescue him from the strap they were just he was just gaslighting everybody <laughs> yeah i mean literally that was gaslighting no <laughs> like, that it was is, real gaslighting i like that the dogs are good and the cat's evil <laughs> no the cat the cat was evil until it lost yeah. its entire will to live well that's because <laughs> it betrayed talking beasts man yep uh, what about the um, Farsight's thing about there goes uh, his, the quote. Let me get the quote. Um, oh, there uh, when he's talking about the head Tarkin guy, I think it was, he says, there goes one who is called on gods he does not believe in. How will it be with him if they are really, uh, if they have really come? When Tash shows up. Right. So that's that was a pretty good one. I like how one of the chapters is literally just called mainly about dwarfs. Pogan was good. Yeah, he, he left the crowd, he stuck mm -hmm. up to his beliefs. Well yeah, that, that was the whole concept of the leave your father, mother, brother, friend, and follow me. Mm-hmm. Um I guess he has the. They do say that no bad thing can be done in Aslan's name, no good right. thing in Tash's. Right. Which is, I mean, kind of an odd one, but you know, I'll. I'll that's let us go with this. That's a C.S. Lewisian theme there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and you know, it depends on your definition of bad, or good. <laughs> right. Well, if you want to know how he feels about bad and good, read Screwtape Letters. Yeah, we covered that book, Chris. <laughs> I know we did. I'm just saying, like, if anybody wants to know, go watch the Screwtape Letters. There was or watch the, our video on it. They threw shade at Susan in this. I know. They Poor called Susan. her the silly girl who wants to be 20 and at the parties. Yeah, oh, and uh, and uh, CS Lewis took one more shot at Gingers by calling the cat Ginger. 
<laughs> you really must not like the gingers. I mean, if we're going to call that to be a, like a shot of gingers, we're going to bring up the fact that the Calamans are called darkies several times. <laughs> are they? Oh, by the dwarves? Yeah. yeah. The dwarves? I can't Just remember. saying. <laughs> Which is kind of funny, yeah. But... Yeah, I also the dwarves, was... the dwarves are just awful people. Let's just go yes. with that. The dwarves are literally, yeah, they embody the worst, the dark dwarves, and or whatever no, they are. No, the black dwarves. They're not the black. black. They just have black hair, and that's what. Either way, they're 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 the they were bad because they were served of the white witch, like what hundreds happened, of thousands of years. What ago. happened to all the ginger dwarves, like <laughs> Trump? Game. They got murdered by the black ones. Probably, man. Probably. <laughs> They were sick of there uh, being some good dwarves undermining the the, the collective. Message. I bet Pog like, and had right here. I bet um, they were just mad because Trumpkin stopped, didn't want to go along with bringing the White Witch back. So there's like, fine, <laughs> let's just slowly eliminate all of you. We're just gonna genocide the ginger dwarves. Yeah. Also, uh, what's the name of the the uh, prince slash king rather? Oh, in was this it, one, it wasn't um, really in. It was. Um... Rapscallion. I'm just kidding. It's not Rapscallion. It's a, na- a name of another famous character. Tyrion. Tyrion. Yeah, it's Tyrion. Ginger Ginger King. Yeah, um, that's where uh, Martin must have got his name from. Spelled differently. Stole but... it from, stole from uh, C.S. Lewis? Yeah. I doubt Martin has ever read C.S. Lewis. Oh, I'm sure he's read C.S. Lewis. I'm joking. <laughs> I was joking. Didn't you uh, feel like this story was kind of... Well, okay, Chris, you'll like this. Didn't you feel like the enemy was Gnostic? Technically, yes, it would be Gnostic. Yeah, because it's a secret knowledge. The ape has secret knowledge of mm-hmm. Aslan's plans and everything, and he's the special one who can communicate with them. Yeah, the so special was... point of the of the Gnostic religion in, in regards to, um, you know, heresies early on in the, the Christian church yeah. is that people who were of a higher knowledge <laughs> were like of a higher spiritual power basically could communicate directly with the spirits. And yeah, I mean, so, um, Gnostic is kind of an umbrella term for a lot of things. It is, but but generally speaking, what they believed was that they were smarter, they had the spiritual... Let's, um, let's be honest, all cult them. leaders, all cult leaders are theoretically they, Gnostic. They have, a, they have a form of Gnosticism. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they're or... built on Gnostic principles of say, a secret knowledge. Basically, Special anybody class. who claims to be a modern prophet these days most I mean, likely is uh, emulating st- some kind of Gnostic. You could say that uh, Scientologists are kind of Gnostic. I don't yeah, know how pagan, They're pagan Gnostics, but they have like tiers of secret knowledge and type, that type that's, stuff. That is so, part of their structure, yeah. yeah it feels more like a fake Freemason church, what it feels like. But they made it. They've made it a religion, so you have to say it's like it's more Gnostic than it, Freemason. Okay, let me ask you this because I don't actually know the answer. Is Freemasonry some kind of religion or is no, it anti-religion? No. It's neither. It's neither. Or is it more of a club? It's a club. It's a club, man. It was literally a club of Masons. Then why do they have a Masonic temple? Or is that something different? No, that's still part of it. It's just the name for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, temple doesn't have to be religious. It doesn't? No. no. It's just a building. Somebody got There's a no worshiping in their Chris, house. No, you really want to dig into that, but there's no worshiping anything. Yeah, they're not worshiping anything. Anyway, um, I thought oh, is that is that what's opening your door? Yeah, my cat's cat? opening the door. <laughs> Andrew's getting a visit by Tashland over yeah. here. Yeah, 
No, Ginger. Just Ginger came to visit. I was I was hoping that uh, Tashland, they were going to actually like somehow can't talk, ac- ac- accidentally so call. Aslan punished her for opening the wrong door. Yeah, <laughs> going into the stable. Uh, I was hoping they were going to actually somehow accidentally summon some amalgamation of Aslan and Tash. Because that would have been an abomination. Like, okay, can, can we just... Actually, it'd probably uh, just be a griffin. A really ugly griffin is probably what it would be. The elephant in the room, though, for this is the fact that there are no elephants in the story. No, um... The, <laughs> well, yes. The elephant that. in the room is the fact that this story is exactly the same... Has the same problem that The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe has and Prince Caspian has. And that is... Too much going on, not enough conclusion. A ton of stuff going on. And then he gets to this point where he's like, I want to be done with this story. And then he writes it real fast to be done in like a chapter or two. Yeah, it's like he had a page count that he had to hit. Yeah. And he was like, this is really interesting. And then, oh, crap, I'm there. So yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, like, nah, for sure. this is The good. real elephant in the room is that Aslan licks everybody and then <laughs> suddenly transforms into a man. And those kids are probably like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does he does he does turn into a person, doesn't he? Yeah, he turns into Jesus at the very end. But yeah. Lewis, Lewis is like, I wasn't there. I can't tell you what he looks like. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I will say that yeah. the fourth wall breaking is also kind of annoying to me because I don't think he does it. I don't care about that. Well, the thing he is, does, so, like, Tolkien does it in The Hobbit, and I think he does it so much better where it's more. Tolkien does a lot of things better in the few books that he wrote. Okay. I mean, okay, let's be honest, though. If we compare the size of said books. Yes. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, sure. C.S. Lewis had a lot more books. I'm pretty I mean, sure if C.S. Lewis... Depending on how you want to count, he has quite a few non-Lord of the Rings books, too, Chris. And Well, not not that many. Can we just go into all the lore he also wrote on the book yeah. that didn't get put into books until later? He wrote before The Hobbit, and he, he yeah. the, then the um, his editors read his history and like wait a minute well, you should write more books than this because he wrote an entire like you know okay. backstory i just want to say that if c.s lewis ever had made a non-children's book version of narnia i think epic. that would have been really epic um i think it would also rival lord of the rings oh absolutely i'm not saying that c.s lewis oh, man. Do it. i hate that he wrote he like dumbed himself down for these books I realize they're kids' books. I'm trying to like. Yeah, yeah. It's just so. so it's just so frustrating. But here's he's... something for you guys. Um, Tash is the anti Saint Peter, because Tash is Turkish for rock. <laughs> That's funny. So there's or that. Is it Peter? <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, is that why he's? Hey, is that why the the ape is kind of? Kind no. Of, uh, no. Uh, no. False kind prophet. of puppet. Kind of pope. I'm pretty sure he really. wore a hat to hide his ears like a rabbit. <laughs> what? What does that have to do with have the pope? Have you seen uh, the South Park episode explaining why the pope has a hat the way he does? No. <laughs> it's okay. It's absolutely worth uh, watching, Chris. So basically, St. Peter was a rabbit. <laughs> oh, my goodness. His hat had to fit over his ears. Oh, oh okay. No, I think so I think I have seen that. I think oh, I have man. seen that. And there's like this whole hidden conspiracy. Of like, like Peter Rabbit Peter. is yeah. St. Peter. Is yeah, that what yeah. it was? It's okay. Good. It's good. I, I don't know. I think, uh, I think someone could make a really good TV series still out of this if they wanted to, like, expand on the lore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Narnia has it there. I think a cartoon is better for children. 
because you can do everything in like the, yeah. the proper way. What they way, should do is but... a cartoon for the series. Yeah, so it, you know, sticks close to the books, and then they should do a, like a live action where it's more adult, not like sex and stuff, but like more yeah, adult yeah. where you again, where they like, actually man. expand the lore out on yeah. the lore that he clearly writes in the book but never yes. shows us. Yes. <laughs> like the fact so here's... That fighting giants all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here's something else. I guess Aslan is Turkish for lion. Okay. So, I don't know. He, I guess he like just liked using Turkish words. But he also yeah. does not like Turks. Right. So why did he? Like that? So what he did was he went to Google. <laughs> Google up didn't exist. Lion in the different languages. <laughs> I wonder if Emeth has a special Turkish meaning now too, because Emeth is the kid. Clearly, he had like just wanted to put all of these different things. Oh, Emeth is the seventh son. There you go. Seven trumpets or whatever. Seventh Son. Hmm. Mm. Okay. There's a series called The Seventh Son. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I held my tongue. It's a, I, yeah. Oh, Emeth is Hebrew. It means truth. See, he was using it for another, because uh, another word, play on words here. I wonder. Okay, now I'm wondering if the Tarkin's name means something. You can oh, look geez. it up. I am. I'm getting there. Go Where ahead, would going. you rate this one, Will? It, you out hate of the it. Series? No. Or just out of one to five? One to five. A one. I did not like a this one. one. I think. A one? I think it's. I, I, think I it's was pissed off the moment that the ape was introduced. Maybe it's just me. Clearly, it's just me. But I hated the ape. I hate the donkey. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm a dumb donkey. <laughs> Just keep saying that over and over and over again. I felt I'm not bad very for smart. Puzzle, okay. Yeah. Puzzle the donkey. He was abused. It was a puzzle to be solved. Kind of. Wow. All right, I want to see if. Terrible uh, pun. You're a terrible pun. That doesn't make any sense. You're right. Um. No, it's. I th- I'm stuck between a two and a three. I'll be honest, but. I think it has some very valuable moral lessons in it. Um, it's just a shame that the story is not more compelling. Yep. I think the story is relatively compelling, though, until the ba- the final battle. <laughs> I, he does too much off-screen, though. It would have been better if he like showed the assault on the cap on the capital. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he sent the king there, and then oh, we just got there to rally the troops, and before we can even do that, the colormen show up and attack us, and I barely escape with my life because this wonderful unicorn allowed me to use it like a regular old horse to <laughs> escape. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's one of those stories, right? Where they, he could have told that on screen, yes. <laughs> theoretically. Basically, everything he alludes to in the story is more interesting than the story itself. The dragons. I I don't hate though the I don't hate the ape with the donkey thing. I'm more confused. Put it in the capital. I'm just more confused how he gets the colorman to partner with him. That's the part that confuses me. Mm Hmm. Right, like that's that's the weird thing. Um, yeah, because I, I mean, the cowman at that point could have just killed the ape and did it themselves. Yeah, it, there's so much to it. Where 
how did these animals, also, how did these animals just get so convinced to go enslave themselves? Like, when did Aslan ever tell them to go be a dumb beast? Yeah. No one's quite, no one's really questioning it, even, except for, like, that one boar and the bear momentarily. Yeah. I feel like there could have been a little bit more there. Yeah. How did like those dwarves didn't even question it? How didn't the dwarves question that to begin with? The food yes. that was given to them? No, or, no. Or the, the how did thing. the donkey? How oh, did yeah. the dwarves not question the donkey? Probably because you didn't let anybody get close enough to see. I mean, they just got to see the shadow of a lion in the middle of a fire. I mean, he looks bigger if you just see a shadow. I mean, but think about it. If you take it, this is supposed to be a biblical type illusion story. The lady f- pushes herself through the crowd to touch Jesus' cloak. Someone would have gotten close enough to be like, is this real or not? And so the think would have tied him up. Still, they would have been able to see it. One person isn't going to change everybody's mind. There's a whole crowd of people would be like, hey, this is not real. And everyone would be like, start murmuring and then, you know, mob rule. Yeah. And then, then, we'll, then we'll get Nelsa, the anti-Aslan again. I don't know, man. I I think I would give it. I'll give it a two point five. It's probably actually. Wait, what did I give Prince Caspian? I don't remember now. I actually really three. don't like I think Prince Caspian. Three. I I, I like to, Prince Caspian better than this one. Me too. I'll give this one a two point five then because of that. I'll sit it at a two. That's pretty harsh for me for being a C.S. Lewis fan. <laughs> How did you just give Will crap for making it a one? A two is better than a one, Andrew. Not by much. Okay, if I had to compare it to every book ever written, it'd be a three probably. I mean, it's still better than Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> and Fifty Shades. Okay, of okay. Yeah. Then, all right, I'll bump mine up to a three because we are supposed to be comparing these to other books. Not just if I was just comparing it to Narnia, like this one would get like a two. Because we'll we'll definitely we already plan on having another episode to do the ranking of the books, the ranking mm-hmm. yeah, as like a comparison to each other, right? So we'll we'll do that one fun. We'll do like a tier list and we'll put you know the book up for each of us as we go. It'll be fun. We did that with the Halo games. I think, yeah, that was one time. So yeah. So uh, anything else? I, can't, I honestly have nothing else to say about this. I don't have this a lot. Book. This is a, this is going to be a short one because I, I just don't have a lot to say about it. Isn't this a lo- <clears throat> isn't this a relatively long one too, compared to? It's like two hundred pages. No, it's it's about average, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of it the was one... seventy pages in my Bible version of the Narnia. It's about the same as all the other ones. I think all of the <clears> ones <throat> that he ends kind of abruptly, like where he rushes to end them, they all are about two thirty. Yeah, pages, like I that. think. Or 70 in my book. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going off of the... I like the... Oh, you have the same ahead. one I do, then. That's <clears throat> that's the copy I have that's paperback. I do sell yeah. my paperbacks. Well, most people have these, I think, because they bought them when the movies came out. Right. That, that was the, the edition they released with the movies. I have... Yeah. But I have the first two books I have from a different set for some reason, and then the last oh. five I have from that set. I don't know how that happened. It's probably Scholastic's fault. I bought them through there. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I, I mean, I still think people should read it because it adds to the overall story. At least it wasn't the Silmarillion. Why? You imagine trying that? to do. Imagine trying to do a podcast on that. Just do it, man. I don't know if you could. 
I'm that's sure a hard one. Away. That's a hard one to read, let alone do uh, podcasts. Like, there's too many things going on. You'd be like, I'd be like doing it on the Bible in one one big. Sweep. I I will say this though. I wish Lewis had done a book a little bit more epic, like the um, Hobbit. Yeah. Like, like the Hobbit, like specifically the Hobbit, because, because of the kids aspect of it. Yeah. Well, I think the Hobbit itself was, as far as a children's book goes, more of an epic adventure. It, I guess the uh, horse and his boy is the most comparable to it. Mm-hmm. And Lewis is excellent, excellent when he writes that. Mm-hmm. And the silver chair is kind of like that, too. I like the that silver chair well. a lot. That was my that was my favorites. But it was way I, better the second time through. If all of the books were more structured like those two, I think I don't think anything could really compete with the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. Voyage of the Dawn Treader is actually pretty good. I liked that one, but it's still not as concise. No, it's got a lot more going on, but I liked yeah. that one a lot. Well, it never they never return home is what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't. That's it's true. off. That's off camera, which is a little bit of a shame. But and yeah. then Caspian sails back to the edge of the world and yeah. gives up. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he doesn't. He almost does. That's right. He comes back because his his son is um, rescued. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. He was about to just go all the way there. He just like screw it. <laughs> yeah, screw this. I'm suicide by edge of the world. <laughs> He's suicide what a by way to go. Yeah. Oh. He's suicided. Okay, by we're edging. gonna we're no, gonna go ahead and stop now. We have to stop this podcast right now because of that. <laughs> yep. Okay, so the reviews were three, three, and one. Or did Will come up to a two? No, you have, uh, to compa- you have to compare it to point- all books, not not all books. I haven't read all other them. books out there. I, read I haven't all. read all the books. No, but I'm saying you have to, it's not. This isn't a comparison. Oh, okay, well, honestly, it's more like now. enjoyability, though, isn't it? Is it still it's still very subjective? Yeah, That's yeah. true. So, did you like it or not? I didn't like it, so it's still one. <laughs> <laughs> if I was again, like, and also like going back and reread this, I would re- reread most of the books in the series. I would not reread this one. Fair enough. Yeah, that's fair. I I think um, I would appreciate it better if the ending wasn't so abrupt. Yes. Because I don't actually hate the beginning portion to the same level as you will. <laughs> <laughs> I I can appreciate okay. it for what it is. All right. It's All right. Well, the for the record, thing. I do want to I do want to cover one last thing then before we call it tonight. Okay. Um, for the record, everybody. After today, all of the book podcasts will be on the new printed and pressed YouTube, Rumble, etc. channels. So, if you like the books and the commentary on them, make sure you head over there. And I wish I would have said this in the beginning so that anybody <laughs> clicked off by now would actually see it. But that's fine, whatever. I'll put it in a pinned comment and then eventually they'll be removed. The Curlcast channel will be going back to a entertainment, video game, and tech channel. Cool. And the book podcast mm-hmm. will be on printed and pressed. And I believe very shortly I will have the audio version of this up on Spotify. Nice. I'm also, working on that still. Did we decide on the next, uh, well, the next book is. No, the next one's Disclosure. Disclosure. Smut and all. Yeah. Yeah. I um, got to say, Chris. I finally got to that. I got, I got to that part and I was like, oh, this is what Andrew was talking yeah, about. Yeah, buddy. Um, no, and then after that book, did we decide, was, were we going to do The Hobbit, or? Well, we can vote right now. Everybody see it. So, The Hobbit's next. So, I push, we'll push back the Space Trilogy. Yeah. And we'll do The I Hobbit. Think, I think it's good to compare Tolkien's Hobbit to this, mm-hmm. when it's fresh. Especially since the Space Trilogy is more adult. 
Yeah. It's not quite yeah. like a, the adult level of J.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings, but it's more adult than Narnia by a long yeah. shot. So I if wouldn't we say were... it's comparable. It's just very different. You s- yeah. I don't think it's written at a kid's level like Narnia is, though. Which, what are you, which one are you talking Sorry, about? Sorry, I'm saying that Tolkien's work is comparable to the Screwtape, or no, whatever you just the Space Trilogy, but um, they're just they're very, very different, different works. works. Yeah, same age group is what I'm trying to say. Gotcha. Okay, fair enough. <clears throat> anyway, so go subscribe to Printed Impress to wherever you are, whether it's Twitter or Facebook. Not Facebook. We don't have a Facebook. <laughs> um, Twitter or, or X or whatever that is. Uh, Rumble. We are on Rumble, too. That's, that's a thing. Um, and on YouTube, YouTube, Rumble, Twitter. Those are the three places we'll be streaming the printed and pressed. <clears throat> so going forward, you'll see the printed and <clears throat> pressed streams on Twitter. On the at printed and pressed, printed and pressed Twitter mm-hmm. handle. On the YouTube.com slash at printed and pressed, because they won't let us use the ampersand, which is annoying. Whatever. Yes. And on Rumble, I believe it's the same printed and pressed. I'll drop the links in the pinned comment on this video. Cool. And we will throw the next podcast on the community tab of Krillcast so you can find it. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Long-winded way to say, we're leaving. But not really. We're leaving just this podcast to go to the new podcast. And coming back to Krillcast as it always was. There's two podcasts. That's what yes. he's trying to tell you folks. So. <laughs> one of them does books. One of them does other, other things. <laughs> Very long-winded for yes. that one sentence, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> now, people right. really are not listening to this after You're right. All They're of just that. confused as all they're, get out. They're just like, did Chris <clears throat> get hit in the head over the weekend? I did. What's up so, with this? A few times. <laughs> by will all the time oh so actually he did hit him, uh, his hit on the ceiling a couple times yeah Mario, my birthday party he, he like did a whole thing there so alright <laughs> well as always I'm Chris I'm Will and I'm Andrew and we will see you next time bye guys on what podcast I don't Printed know impress. <laughs> all, all right. the podcasts every podcast you can find us there mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>